Bringing you the top stories from Bonners Ferry to St. Mary's and everywhere in between, this is the North Idaho PrepCast with Ryan Skaggs. That's right. Welcome in. Another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast at IdahoSports.com. Your weekly breakdown of everything going on in Districts 1 and 2 in the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey joined, as always, by Ryan Skaggs. You can uh, get the audio version of this podcast at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Uh, video version of this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page. And if you're watching the video today, you're going to see uh, a, a bespectacled. Well, you did for two seconds there. <laughs> now, Ryan's got an image to maintain. Uh, he's no four eyes. Uh, he, <laughs> no, I, it was getting like a gnarly glare coming off my glasses <laughs> through the window. So you gonna you gonna, gonna be able to see okay? Now we're good. We're up close. I have no distance eyesight. It's garbage, but I can see well up close. So we're all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Ryan was wearing glasses and took them off and. Uh, yeah, that's about the only visual uh, cue I can give now because otherwise you're just in a t-shirt and hat like you always are. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no clean, no clean cut fade yet today. So we're we're all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm due for a haircut as well. My uh, my barber is my wife, so getting in is hard sometimes. <laughs> but free sometimes, <laughs> right? Yes, nothing's ever free in life, is it? <laughs> no, there's yeah, there's definitely uh, yeah stipulations that come with that, but yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk about, uh, man, I can't believe it, Ryan. We are like, we're at the finish line in terms of girls basketball for the regular season up north. There's about a week left of regular season competition and it really caught me by surprise. I mean, I should have seen this coming by now, but did, did it throw you off that we're kind of like, we're at the end game of girls basketball? Yeah, especially, well, I mean, and it's been kind of weird because you've had a few COVID cancellations and then reschedules. And so, like, I think it really, the last two weeks, it's just been an out and out smash um, with some of these teams just filling in their slots and getting everything kind of shored up before district basketball and trying to get everything in. And, um, you know, we've learned a lot, I think, in the last couple of weeks, but there's still, I think, a lot left out there to be seen as far as what shakes out come district time because, we may see a rematch between Timberlake and Kellogg again in the districts in the three a, and then you're going to see Lake city playing post falls on Friday again uh, on the girl side, which, you know, turned out to be an awesome game the other night. So, um, you know, that's we're, we're, we got some good basketball. You're getting bonus ball. I think the next couple of weeks, you're going to be in store for some, some good games. Bonus ball. I like that. That's going to be a good title for the podcast. I'm writing that down. <laughs> bonus ball. So I always I always come up with the title for the podcast based upon something that you or I say during the podcast. And I do this for, for all the other podcasts we do at IdahoSports.com as well. If you want to see the full variety of what we offer, we, we have a, a podcast for each region in the state of Idaho. You can go to our website, IdahoSports.com. Across the top of the homepage, there is a PrepCasts tab. You uh, hover over that. There's a drop-down menu. It shows you all of the prep casts. Um, but I only bring this up, Ryan, to say that by far the most enjoyable are the ones that uh, I come up with from this podcast because you always have <laughs> these, these one-liners and these witty sayings. Um, a rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, you just, you have your body uh, built by beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, You're a quote machine, Ryan. I'm making. I'm glad I can make your job easier. That's what I'm here for, right? Yeah, you you were one of the easier ones, that's for sure. Um, Okay, so girls basketball. Obviously, uh, there were some big matchups last week, and and 
possible rematches coming at districts. But let's go ahead and give you the North Idaho nine. This is what we do every week. It's uh, Ryan's uh, personal power rankings of the nine best teams up north in both boys and girls basketball, regardless of classification. Uh, and it's just it's kind of his opinion on where he sees things. So here are the North Idaho nine for girls basketball for this week. If you're watching the video, we've got it across the bottom so you can uh, see it. If you're listening audio only, we'll, we'll go through the list one all the way down to nine and uh, cover them all. So Ryan, take I also it away. have it on my, my Twitter page after we're done too. So I'll make sure and post it so people can grill me. <laughs> yes. And, and give us that, give us that Twitter handle again. It is at an Idaho game night. And that's on Twitter. Um, so you can follow me there and I'll have it posted there after we're done. But yeah. um, so number one, no, should be no surprise. Coeur d'Alene, they're just good. Um, I don't, I mean, I thought we knew that they were going to be pretty decent coming into the season and uh, they've been all gas, no breaks down the stretch. And uh, yeah, the, the Vikings are, are kind of running away with this one. And, um, you know, post falls plays them tough, but I mean, they, they beat the breaks off the, the Trojans the other night and, um, you know, so there's a little bit of a mix up now in the top five. You're seeing post fall slipping. They've lost, um, you know, they haven't put together too great of a run. I think they've lost four out of their last five games have the Trojans. So, um, they've dropped out, out of the top five for sure. They're still a good program. I mean, they play Lake city just absolutely rock solid last night, but Lake city ended up pulling away late. Um, so I've got the T wolves at number two, uh, the bulldogs, all they do is win. I mean, they're just running down, down the stretch now. Um, and they're get they're cleaning things up. I mean, they had a, a couple slip ups early on in the season, but since then, um, they've been able to play really, really clean basketball against some great programs and getting another win against Kendrick, uh, another one, you know, down the stretch. So there's been uh, some good games by the Bulldogs. Um, and then uh, Timberlake at four, Kellogg at five. Those two, are, I think, are going to flip flop if depending on what happens at district time. They're, it's like 1A and 1B. I mean, they're both solid teams. I think they can both trophy. Uh, come state time, they just play. Um, you know, Timberlake's got the pedigree as far as um, coaching. I think they have the upper hand. Kellogg, man, they are deep and they are and they got size too at every position. I mean, they're big in the guard position too. Um, you know, so the the Cats are, are a solid team to keep an eye on. I think there there's some teams statewide or pundits, you know, media wise or coaches that are still sleeping on them. But I really do think that they can make a run and maybe a top five, you know, finish at state. Um, in a couple weeks, I got the Prairie Pirates at six. They are a complete team for the one. A. I think this just this shows how deep this field is. If you've got Prairie that's done nothing wrong, they've got a record, what, 16 and three. And they're at number six in this. So that just shows you how strong North Idaho basketball is this year. Uh, Post falls at seven. They could sneak up and get a win. I mean, they're, they're on the heels of the T-Wolves. They could clip them Friday. It wouldn't surprise me by any means. So. Um, they've played them tough. They even played Coeur tough earlier in the year. So come district time, you know, they, they're not out by any means. Uh, I got Lapway at eight. The Wildcats are, are doing everything right. It's just everybody else is too. So that's why they're down at eight. And then uh, tied for ninth. I couldn't decide on these two teams and they're, you know, Kendrick is, is solid, but Wallace has been absolutely consistent down the stretch. Um, the Miners could be punching their ticket to state very easily. I, I look at kind of what's happened on the back end with the number three and number four seeds in the, in the white pine league. I think the miners could clip them um, and, and get their ticket to a state tournament berth. And then just on the outside, 
uh, is Deary. They're they got an 11 and five record right now, kind of very sneaky hanging out behind Kendrick, but Kendrick's been able to take care of business obviously in league, but that's what I've got for my nine, 10 teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I always like to, uh, Cherry, pick a couple of things from your list that we can talk about, and then I know you wanted to hit on on some stuff. Uh, Grangeville at three, I, I think that's that's a good move. Um, they've been very quietly going under the radar. You know, they played both Coal Valley Christian and Melba um, early, mm-hmm. early on in the season, and uh, they were still kind of getting their feet under them a little bit and and lost those games. But I think in a rematch. Um, I like Grangeville. I mean, I, I think they compete very well in a rematch. They the the way they've improved and grown through the year has been very impressive. Um, I also wanted to touch on Prairie at number six. I mean, they got the big win over Lapway last week or two two weeks ago now. Two weeks and ago, yeah. and Lapway had been kind of the number one team, not just in the district, but really in, in the state in terms of like the polls and yeah. Uh, coaches media. So my so my question to you is if Lapway was kind of seen by everybody as the 1A D1 favorite in girls basketball, does Prairie now assume that mantle? I I think that they could easily play each other in the championship. I mean, I'm going to hang it out on a limit. They they got to get on the other opposite sides of the bracket obviously. Right. Um, so I don't know how exactly how it's going to get seeded up, but um cuz I know that I don't know. Does Max Preps come into into play in the one A D one? I can't remember. Yes, I believe all of them yeah. will get seated, and that that's the problem. Is Butte County is still undefeated, so they'll probably yeah. get the one seed. So you're probably looking at those two in the semi. So Lapway could realistically get a three seed, um, yeah. or you know, or they could be two three and end up on the same side and play each other in the semis um, very easily. So you know, honestly, <laughs> it would behoove one of the teams that actually to if, if Prairie beats Lapway again in the district championship um Lapway could end up at a four and on the seed line and actually that would have in my mind benefit both teams because they wouldn't have been playing each other again in the semis of state but um you know stranger things happen obviously and how rankings shake up and one loss can really kind of throw a wrench in things but you know both those teams are rock solid um prairie actually in my opinion i think was a little sneaky with how good they've been i knew that they were going to be solid i didn't know they were going to be this good and they're just a well-coached unit. They they play so consistent. They don't turn the ball over. They just take care of things, and they play really, really good on the offensive end. And uh, Kristen Wimhoff is is an absolute freak out there on the court. So, um, you know, if you look at notoriety and name name stuff, you know, for for teams, Prairie that's the name to watch as we head into state. That that Kristen Wimhoff is going to be uh, the player to watch, I think, in the one A D one tournament. Yes, and and last year they had Madison Shears, and you thought, oh man, how are they going to replace that? Um, but they're doing just fine. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about these five A's: Coeur d'Alene, Lake City, Post Falls. You've got Post Falls seventh in your rankings, and it's not because they're not good; it's just that they've gotten beaten up a little bit by yep. Coeur d'Alene and Lake City. Um, I'm convinced if they're in any other conference, Post Falls is like the second best. They're the second best team if they play in District 3, and they're probably the second best team, maybe even challenging for the league if they're in District 5-6. Yep, absolutely. Um, would not disagree with that at all. So it's no fault. Like I said, it's no fault of the Trojans. It's just the, the schedule up north is just tough. And um, if you want to look at like kind of top-tier wins, Post Falls has a head-to-head overlap way too um, in that Avista tournament. So, I mean, you know, you look at, I know that it's a, a 5A beating a 1A D1 team, but 
you know, in rankings wise, that was the number one team in one AD one at the time when post falls knocked them off. So, you know, like the Trojans are a solid ball club. America's crane is a really great player. Uh, Capri Sims is another just, you know, stud athlete out there. They've gotten some really great guard play. Um, you know, post falls, like I said, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they, they sneak out and finally beat Lake city this Friday. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Uh, and that's just how deep that the, the five a is up North. Um, you know, Lake city quietly is sitting there in two and, you know, they've got a, a great lineup of themselves in their own right. So I'm not, you know, faulting any of these teams. It's just the way things kind of work out this year. Yeah. And you mentioned it, Ryan, um, the district tournament gets started on Friday night for these girls. Coeur d'Alene is the one seed. They'll play fourth seeded Lewiston, Lake city, the two seed they'll play third seed to post falls. Um, and again, we, th- we think Coeur d'Alene probably advances, uh, yep. It would it would take something really weird <laughs> for them to not, but it is. It's all it's all on this Lake City post falls team and um or this game because a win gets you so much in a better position in terms of trying to get that second bid sure. to state. Only one and a half teams get to go. The district champ and then second place has to win a play in game, which whoever it is will win that game easily. So yeah. I mean th- this game, post falls Lake City, th- this is the game. It right, is. this is what it's all on. Yeah. So, what's your analysis there? How do you, uh, Lake City swept the regular season series, but kind of close. Yeah, I mean, th- both. I think both games were, you know, single digit games, but it's going to take. I think Post Falls kind of overcoming the hump of um, they need to light it up on the offensive end. They we know they can play defense and play defense really well, um, but they're going to need a you know fifty point night out of their out of their lineup in order to get a win um you know 42 43 44 isn't going to cut it in this game um just because of the way that lake city can score uh and who they've got waddington is very underrated as a player for lake city um you know and i've been kind of reading some of the the message boards on twitter and following kind of recruiting trails and stuff like that and you know when you've got a, a six foot two wing player that can flat shoot the ball like she can and play inside too um, you know, and then go along with Zoo Felt at guard. I mean, that that Lake City team is is really good. We we know what the Pickfords do, can do too. So um, that lineup is is very good for the T Wolves. Um, I I look at it and it's just you know, Post Falls is going to take kind of a Herculean effort, I think. But they can they're the, the roster that could probably do it just because they play such good defense. Yeah, and uh, they just played on Tuesday night. Uh, and Lake City won 48 to 44. So, like you said, for post falls, I think 50 is the magic number um, mm-hmm. to, to get a win there. But that that's going to be so exciting. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. yeah, district tournament time has arrived. So, um, districts for a lot of the other uh, districts up north will start uh, either this weekend or next week. You know, some of those three yep. team leagues and stuff like that, they'll start the following week. Um, but again, if we look at this big board, you've got Coeur d'Alene 1, Lake City 2, Grangeville 3, Timberlake 4, Kellogg 5, Prairie 6, Post Falls 7, Lapway 8, Kendrick and Wallace each tied for ninth. I think of, of the 10 teams you've got here, legitimately, there's like six teams that legitimately could bring home a state championship. Yeah, and that, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and everybody else that's here, I think, could at least bring home a trophy of some kind. Maybe not Absolutely. the state title, but I mean, between Coeur d'Alene, Lake City, Grangeville, Timberlake, Prairie, Lapway, and Kendrick. I mean, seven, seven out of your 10, I really do think could 
bring home a title. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just like, we've been harping on all year though, the, the depth of up North and um, you know, it's, it's whoever comes out it's like survival of the fittest basically, but it's like, you know, why is the North that much better than the rest of the state? And I don't, I think I'm going to get grilled a little bit by some of the Southern teams that are going to hear this and maybe use it as locker room fodder. I don't know, but um, you know, that's, that's how just how we're doing it up here right now. I mean, we've got athletes, we've got great kids and um, you know, it speaks volumes of the scheduling, I think too, and being able to, you know, we've seen the absence of having some of the Washington schools on the schedule the last couple of years uh, with the COVID stuff going on. So now you're seeing it this year, you know, you got the Washington schools back on the schedule and it's helped a little bit in some of the preseason stuff. Um, but these teams, and, and I think I look at the Northern schools going down and traveling down South a lot, especially during Christmas break is, is helping overall. We kind of see, you get to see how good these teams are actually going to be. Yeah, it's it's going to be super exciting. Uh, speaking of Washington, I saw that kid from Central Valley. How many point? How many points did fifty eight? He threw down fifty eight last night. Dude, that's nuts. And then eight in Mon- quarters. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> and then in Montana, my home state, um, there was a kid from uh, one of the schools that's on, on a uh, Native American reservation, and he scored like seventy six points. He set the oh. new state record for most points in a game. <laughs> It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, you're playing it. I mean, it was, yeah, granted, Central Valley and Spokane's a, a 4A school and North Central's a 3A or 2A now, I think. Um, but still, I mean, you're playing large school basketball with eight-minute quarters and you're able to do that. That's that's saying something. That, kid, yeah. that kid's for real, too, because he actually put up 50 the other night, too. Yeah, that's insane. So Back-to-back games, he scored over 52. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk more about Washington teams uh in a moment because you yep. got to see a washington team last saturday playing against lake city uh before we get to boys basketball though uh get us up to speed on what went on in wrestling the bit the big premier event uh happened this past weekend in north idaho wrestling yeah i'd say like the the second biggest tournament in north idaho because obviously you've got you know what happened earlier in the year with at north at nic with cordelaine won their first um their first tournament for tri-state, but we had the North Idaho rumble that happened uh, this weekend. Coeur d'Alene beat post falls. I mean, and got them by, I think it was like 31 points was yeah. the team difference, team point difference. Um, but yeah, the Vikings got titles out of Porter Craig, Gunnar Julio, Ryland Rogers, and Bo Spielman. Um, also Alyssa Randall's on the girls' side, got another title too. Um, just to kind of throw out the local names so the kids get the shout-outs. Wyatt High from Kellogg got a title at 113. Bonners Ferry had Eli Richards. They got the title at 182. And Post Falls had Ryder Seguin at uh, 98 pounds. They got a title. Um, you know, Post Falls was able to medal quite a few guys. Uh, Coeur d'Alene just got the championships, and that was kind of the – they got a lot of first and second placers. And it was the first time Coeur d'Alene's won that tournament. Um, and I think it was the first time Post Falls hasn't won that tournament in like 10 years. So a big win for the Vikings. I think that's going to devault them up the rankings and finally jump post falls this week um, in the next cycle comes around for the, the coaches rankings for, for wrestling in five a, but uh, down the stretch, the Vikings are looking really, really good. <laughs> and post falls is getting a lot better too. So, and there were some good teams there. I mean, you had, you had Caldwell that was there. Buell came up. Um, Lewiston's got a few kids that are sneaky. Good. Um, so there's, there's some good teams that were present, but Coeur d'Alene just walked away with that one. 
Yeah, I think they're going to come into state um, maybe a little under heralded. Like we said, some of their wrestlers have been in and out of the lineup with injury. Um, the competition circuit is always a little bit different. So in terms of seeding, you know, uh, that's a factor that they have to consider. And I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be Meridian, Post Falls, Coeur d'Alene. I think those are the three. They're all going to be fighting yeah, each other. Yeah, Cuna can throw their name in the hat there too. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing about it though, for those two teams, CUNA and Meridian coming out of the the SIC out of district three is they're just going to get a few more numbers. Like they just get more seating bursts where, you know, Coeur d'Alene's guaranteed, you know, the champion from districts, usually the runner up gets into on the at large, but, um, you might get lucky and get a third place kid that might get an at large bid if the one and two are head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, but you know, they're not going to be taken necessarily two per weight class like you'll see from Meridian and 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 Cuna. Like so Coeur d'Alene's gonna have to get, you know, top four finishes in order to really have a shot at their state championship. They're gonna have to get top four finishes from their lineup that's gonna be headed to state. So um if the Vikings can, you know, if any team can do it though, Coeur d'Alene's battle tested coming into it. I think that they're gonna be able to make a run. Um, it's just can they keep, you know, when they get the head-to-head matches against Meridian, same with Post Falls, um, can they can they swing the tide and, and take away those team points from the back end? Yeah, there is a lot of pressure because it is a four-team district, less yep. numbers overall in terms of getting guys to state. So, yep. yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's wrap up with boys basketball. Again, your North Idaho 9, the uh, nine best. And I think this is a true nine. There's no uh, extra 10th team in there. Nope. There's no... I have a tie at three, but yeah, there's true nine teams. So, true, yeah. true nine. So you're here, <laughs> North Idaho nine for boys basketball this week. Um, really hasn't changed much at the top. Your top two still Lapway one, Lake City two. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was talking to uh, Sam Buffington, one of our friends that follows us very devoutly up here. And uh, so shout out to him for helping me actually at Lake City. He helped me set up on Saturday, uh, which was, which was awesome of him. Uh, but I was talking to him about Lapway and Lake city. And it's like, you know, if you go into five on five, the top five, you know, starting five for each team, that would be probably the best matchup in the state of Idaho. Lapway taking on Lake city would be an amazing basketball game. Um, you throw the benches and I think Lake city starts to get the edge just because they do have some great players coming off their bench that are, you know, one thing about Lake city too, is they're so stinking young. They have one senior in their lineup. Um, you know, and so it's like, are they peaking a year early? I don't know, but they, they're the T Wolves are just dang good, but so are the Wildcats. Um, so that's who I've got one, two. It's not, it's like one A, one B. They're, I'm kind of like doing Lake City at two because I'd like to see them put teams away like early. I think they're letting teams kind of hang around. And that's what I saw against Meade and I saw against Coeur d'Alene, uh, from the Timberwolves is they are letting teams hang around a lot more. Lapway is blowing the doors off of them. It was a one point there. They won again by like 50 against Clearwater Valley last night, but it was 1918 at the end of the first quarter. And then at halftime, I want to say it was like 46 to 21. And then they put up another 30 in the third quarter and then put up another 30. And I think they scored over 90 again last night in their win for the Wildcats. So Lapway is just, just running rough shot over teams. Um, I got St. Mary's and Coeur d'Alene tied at third. I really can't pick right now who's playing better basketball. Coeur d'Alene's kind of on an upward swing again. 
Um, but St. Mary's is being consistent, man. They've been they've been in that all year. Um, and Tristan Gentry's been playing great for for the Lumberjacks. I I see them as a top three team in the two A. So um, I've got them kind of in the middle. Moscow's been my sneaky team at five, and I said. I, I stated it and I said, watch out for the Bears. And I know that I said it probably three or four weeks ago, they're going to go on a run. They've been on a run. Um, and I was looking at their losses this year. All of their losses has kept this year have came to a team that have been ranked either in the state of Washington or in the state of Idaho. They have not lost to a team that has been unranked um, and ranked at some point. So it's not the Bears' fault. Their schedule has been probably the most difficult of any 4A team in the state. Um, when you're playing the likes of Coeur d'Alene and Lake City and Lewiston, you know, you have to play two games against each team. Um, you throw in Pullman and Clarkston from the Washington side, who are both great teams. Clarkston, you know, blew the doors off of Lewiston in the Golden Throne game on Friday. Um, and, you know, so the Bears are sitting at five, Lewiston's at six, Kamii uh, seven, Prairie eight, Logos nine, and I got Lakeside just on the outside. And we've got some huge games that are going to throw a wrench. And some of our rankings of up the next this next week too. So you've got Lakeside playing at Logos, Kamii playing at Prairie, and Logos at Kamii. So a lot can happen uh, just in the next five days. So some some big basketball coming up for these teams, and we'll know how good Lakeside is when they play that Logos game. I think we're going to finally know and see because in the last two games, Lakeside put up 108 on Kootenai, and then 94, I think the other night in their win against uh, North Idaho Christian. Yeah. The, the competition there is not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make. Of, I don't know what to yeah. make a lakeside because the hard part with lakeside is they, they played a sort of a light schedule in December. Then they went on a huge COVID pause. They went like 17 days. They didn't even practice. Game. Yeah. They practiced the day before the Genesis prep game. Um, and they were, tied at halftime and then finally snuck away the win but vander brown i think had like 28 points in that game but yeah they hadn't practiced as a team in 17 days um, that led up to that game so that's you know it's nuts i mean but lakeside to their to their you know defense too they did schedule like the first two weeks they scheduled heavy on the on the 3a teams um and they split so they got wins, you know, against Timberlake and Kellogg in there. But, you know, it's like you look at the, the back end of that and they missed some really key games that would have been pretty telling for them. But it'll be interesting to see how things kind of shake out for the Knights. We know offensively they, they can score because uh, they did it early in the year. But they've got Genesis Prep coming up Friday and then they've got Logos coming up. I think it's Monday um, that that game is. So we'll see, see how things kind of work out for the Knights and see if um, – you know, they can get, get a run again. I think they placed last year at state and we can see if they can do it again. Yeah. The, uh, the one A's up North, um, had a lot of games moved around because of illness, but also weather. And weather. so we're getting a really backloaded like, like Troy, like Troy last week. I think played, they played, they played four like, out of five nights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just <laughs> nuts, <laughs> but Hey, at least they're getting the games in. Um, yeah. other leagues are just saying, yeah, we canceled it, whatever. We're not going to be too worried about making it up. So, um, yeah, lakeside we're, exciting for sure. We're a hearty bunch up here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I did, I did read a really nice article in the Coeur d'Alene press earlier this year. Uh, it was probably about a month ago about lakeside and how, um, their coach James, uh, two teeth, um, 
you know, had a lot of success, right? They, they've uh, been a state placer the last several years. Uh, lost this legendary class to graduation, right? Kenyon Spotted Horse and Day Day Higgins. And yeah, I mean, that was a good group of kids. Jason Hall. Yes. Yeah. JJ Hall. And so um, he was kind of ready to kind of, you know, retire uh, yeah. with, this, with this good group of players. And the other kids that were coming back were like, hey, we, we need you. We're not done yet. We, 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 yeah. yeah. We want to run it back. Like, we, we need you. Um, yeah. And so he decided to come back. And um, I think you can see the passion. Uh, has been reignited there and it's it's been really fun to see so and i think that the stability there in the coaching staff because he is a great coach and i don't know if you've ever talked to him but he's a really really good guy too and um got a chance to talk to him at state last year and you know i don't know if it would be the same result with this covid break if it was a different coach i I don't know if like i think that the team might have unraveled a little bit with that big of a break but everybody in the lineup basically got covid at the same time and you know, some of them had it a little bit longer than others. And so they just like had to literally shut everything up because they didn't have any kids that could practice because um, they were all sick. And so it's like you had to wait for them to all recover. And so now that they've been able to work through this, I mean, we'll see when they get their legs under. Maybe, you know, they get on a bit of a roll. It would be nice to see because, you know, Vander Brown we had as a first team all tournament team last year and he's back and he's he's still scoring at will and he can distribute too. So it'll be an interesting to see how uh, – team shut them down down the stretch yeah for sure uh on the girls side at seven of your 10 teams i thought could legitimately win a title here for the boys list i see four four teams that in my mind i think could realistically bring home a first place trophy uh lapway lake city st mary's and um Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just I got three. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Your top three. I don't yeah. see any of the one A's beating Lapway. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, wants, I, yeah. And then you look at one A D two, and nobody wants to win that conference. So it's like <laughs> wide open. Yeah. yeah, it's wide open. So come district time, it's going to be interesting to see how things kind of shake up. So even the yeah. even the league, uh, even the White Pine League has been all over the place. Right, Clark Fork. Look yes. out for the Wampus Cats. They're at, what eleven and six right now. Yeah, they're they're done waiting for districts, and uh, they could make it to state. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Carter San Roman's been playing really well uh, for yep. the Wampus Cats, and um, yeah, because the champion of District One will have to play the third place team from District Two. I, that's a winnable game. Yes, I agree. And in fact, Mullins coach. Um, scheduled a late season game. I think it's actually coming up next week at Timberline, Timberline in Weipe. And he 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 said flat out, we put this game on the schedule because if we win our district, we have to beat the third place team. And playing Timberline from the other district is going to give us an idea of if we can achieve that goal. Yeah. So that's going to be a good measuring stick. It'll be sure. uh, interesting to see next week's episode, see where everybody's at because – um yeah we, we're kind of like knuckle dragon and and <laughs> ready to throw gloves i think you know everybody's kind of going let's just go to a bare bo- bare knuckle boxing contest now if we can't figure it out we're going to do the the three-legged sack race <laughs> yeah no doubt well, when we uh when we uh come back next week on the north idaho prep cast we'll have uh district action to break down on the girls side uh, kind of the final week and a half of boys regular season basketball up north. 
uh, wrestling. What, what's the timeline for wrestling? When is state wrestling? I haven't even looked. Uh, it's the weekend yet. between girls and boys basketball. Okay. So, yeah. So, so you'll so have this, girls, I think, are the, the 16, 17, 18, or 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Um, and then wrestling will be 25, 26. And then boys basketball for state will be March 4th and 5th, or 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So Cool. And yeah, districts, they, they run that a, a week before state? Uh, districts, I think it's two weeks before two state weeks. this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they might have changed it just due to like giving people rest after the COVID stuff. So it might, yeah, districts, I think, or don't quote me, it's either going to be the 10th, the 11th, and 12th, or 18th and 19th. Yeah. So this is stuff I should know, but I, I know. just I should have been looking, but I thought that they changed it this year and may have pushed it back a week, but I could be wrong. So. I got a I got a lot of my plate these days. Uh, we will have a definitive answer for you next week. I'll make I'll make a couple calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you please? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of the North Idaho Prep Cast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the competition this weekend. Enjoy district signing day today too. So, congrats to all the guys signing up because I saw Cameron Copes finally got the official name out there and everything too. So. There's some some big name signings that have going on. Jay Hill from Lewiston signed with College of Idaho for football. So congrats to all the kids out there that have earned it. Yes, and there's uh, way too many to list um, yep. for sure because <laughs> there's so many good athletes up north. Yep. Um, but yes, the official signing day back in the day, this was the only signing day. Yeah, um, I have early and all that. Yeah, all this stuff. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, happy yeah. signing day and proceed we, sorry <laughs> no no you're to, you're totally fine um that is like the furthest thing on my mind today because we're smack dab in the middle of all these winter sports but at the same time yes it is signing day for sure yep uh so happy signing day uh happy wednesday thanks for tuning in to the north idaho prep cast and we'll see you next time for ryan skaggs i'm brandon bainey thanks for tuning in on idahosports.com <laughs>